0: I've spoken so often about my frustrations with people and how they were dealing with this whole COVID-19 pandemic. And I really thought I'd be able to end the year without having to deal with this issue in this format again. But alas, I was wrong. The government thought they could squeak by by saying that they were going to rely on people to do the right thing after the first major lockdown that paralyzed the country was lifted and hope that they do the physical distancing, hand sanitation and wearing of masks. What were they thinking? Did they really think that they could put the genie back in the bottle and people were just going to abide by suggested regulations? There were a great many people who tried to do the right thing over the past few months, but it seems that that was all for naught. As soon as the restrictions were lifted, people decided that they had had enough and were going to go on with their lives despite all the hardships so many people had faced initially. The nightly banging on pots and pans to celebrate the frontline health work, care workers stopped. The drive-by celebrations that the police, fire departments, and EMS would do for folks in long-term care facilities stopped. Reporting on the horror of seeing freezer trucks parked in the loading bays of major hospitals, filled with corpses because there was no more room in the morgues, stopped. The overwhelming sense of humanity towards others who were sick, dying, or going hungry because of the loss of work and paychecks seemed to slowly drift to the back of everyone's minds. And seeing the seniors weeping at windows because they were so close to their family on the other side of the glass but couldn't touch them or speak to them broke our hearts in March, April, and May. Where is that compassion now? The anti-massacres, anti-vaxxers, and anti-science mentality has taken over and the government stood by and let the crowds get larger and larger. The COVID numbers that were seemingly under control at the end of October slowly started to increase because of the increased crowds over Canadian Thanksgiving and then Halloween. In November, when the numbers started to really take off is when the government should have intervened and put the harshest restrictions back into effect. American Thanksgiving happened and the numbers are now at a point where records are being broke every day. On December the 10th, there were 221,276 new cases of COVID identified. 106,000 people were hospitalized, which is creating a whole new havoc and horror for the emergency wards and ICUs all over again. And sadly. 3,124 people died in just one day. Think back when the Boeing 737 MAX 8 crashed. That had made a total of two planes that fell from the sky, killing a total of 346 passengers. And with that, the entire fleet was grounded, which almost devastated the entire airline industry and stranded millions of passengers worldwide. We're now losing the equivalent of 19 Boeing 737 MAX 8 aircrafts full of people every day. Imagine having one or two aircraft at full capacity dropping out of the sky every day. Imagine 10 aircraft at full capacity dropping out of the sky every day and imagine 19 aircraft at full capacity dropping out of the sky across the country every day. Would that get your attention that something needed to be done? And yet it's taken to this point for the government to just now decide that it should do something to curve the rise in numbers numbers of cases and deaths. Really. And even after all that, we still have protests with people thinking their rights are more important than other people's rights who sincerely want this pandemic under control. These people, in my opinion, do not have the full commitment to their cause when they say they don't believe in the science of keeping your distance and wearing a mask. If they don't believe in that simple science, why do they still take an aspirin when they get a headache? Or insulin for the diabetes, or use toothpaste each morning. After all, science says if you brush every day with toothpaste, you get less cavities. They're picking and choosing what they believe in to push back at the man for imposing restrictions on them that the government wouldn't have had to impose if they had just followed what needed to be done in the first place. It's just that simple. And sadly, So are those people who cannot see this logic. So with just a few weeks before Christmas, we're now again facing closures of businesses. People are working from home again. No more sports or hair appointments. And more importantly, no more visiting our loved ones in long-term care facilities. And honestly, I could take the other restrictions more easily because I know that they'll help reduce the spread of the virus. But what I find very difficult to embrace is once again locking the seniors away without contact of any of their families because other families didn't want to follow the rules. When the announcement came down that effective today, Sunday the 13th of December 2020, that I couldn't go visit my mother in her residence, I had to read it to my mother and explain to her why once again she would be alone without any family to assist her on a regular basis in her apartment. And watching her face change when the realization was made that there would be no Christmas with family was absolutely heartbreaking. This will be the first Christmas in 87 years that my mother has not had some family around her. And yesterday, when I was visiting her for the last time before the restrictions took effect today, I had the conversation once again that it would be at least a month before I'd be able to visit her in person, and again had to explain to her why it was so important that this works this time, and why for as much as I hated not being able to see her in person, I wanted to ensure that once this was all over, that I would be able to see her healthy at the end of it. So, people who are out there protesting for their rights certainly have the right to do so. But at least do it with masks on and try to maintain some physical distance between you and others so you aren't part of a, of the problem of community spread. But what they're not thinking about and I would say selfishly not thinking about is that the seniors that are at most risk because of this virus are at risk of dying alone in their rooms because they have a DNR. a do not resuscitate order on file, which means, If they get COVID and experience complications, the long-term care facilities will only try to make them as comfortable as they can in their rooms because they would only take up a hospital hospital bed from someone else who might be able to be saved if they go to the hospital. The elderly, elderly who have a DNR will not be put on a ventilator to help save them if they went to the hospital. So the only alternative a long-term care facility has is to make the senior as comfortable as they can in their own room, where they will slowly and painfully die from complications or by suffocation because they can't breathe, alone in their room, without family by their side to help them transition into death. The lack of empathy, the protesters, anti-establishment groups, and just people who aren't thinking of anyone other than themselves in this whole process have now succeeded in ensuring that for a great many people who live in long-term care facilities, will now experience their last Christmas on Earth, alone, sad, heartbroken, and confused. Why their family is not there with them? And I'm not saying that they will all necessarily die from COVID. Some might, but these people are in their 80s and 90s and might just die from other causes. But the result is still the same. Some will die alone, without family, and that is the biggest and saddest outcome of this new lockdown. In this season of loving, caring for others, and making new family memories, Look around the table this Christmas and New Year season and think about who's not at the table with you and why. Think about what you had in your power to do to make this picture different than it is. And then I hope you as a collective will resolve to change what you have done in the past to help curb this virus. So in January, not only will there be a vaccine to help protect your seniors, but there will indeed be a senior to protect. As the author Ken Perrault wrote, no one cares until someone cares. Be that one. Until next time, cheers.